Welcome to the SIFT podcast. Our goal is to cultivate real conversations and sift through challenging topics, coming together with different perspectives, because this is real life and we can only get through it together. Welcome back to another episode of the SIFT podcast. Hey, hey. Hi. How are you? How's it going, everybody? It's going pretty good. Week three of coming back to after our long hiatus. Yes, our long, what is it, like four months? Yeah. It's too long long for me. It's fine. It's fine. It's just a continuation of our first season. This is episode number three, where I'm going to be talking about my black experience period 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 i'm excited and normally we have like a shared note that we have like all of our points on and stuff but celine wanted gabby and i to be in utter shock so (laughs) we have no idea what she's gonna say and it's all gonna be reaction so i'm excited i feel like we're gonna learn things that we didn't know important things i don't know if i should be excited or scared both. It's fine. You can't oh. be scared. Oh. I mean, there's nothing to she be said scared both. of. She said both. There's nothing to be afraid of. Nothing to be scared of. It's fine. She actually did an intense deep dive on our ancestry and to find out I'm which of our... I'm expose you guys. For you guys, slavery. <laughs> your great-great-grandfather was my great-great-grandfather's uh, slave master. Oh. Is that what it's... That's not what it's called. That is slave what it's master? called. It doesn't sound right. I hate that it. because it's not right. You're right. It's, it's wrong. Not, I feel like it's not the right wordage. <laughs> <laughs> but before we go ahead and do our deep dive, let's do our What the Heck Ohio. Oh, Ohio, Michigan's fart trail. What you got for us today? So, in my What the Heck Ohio, obviously a couple weeks ago we had the train derailment in East Palestine. Yes. Mm-hmm. So did you guys hear about that movie that had came out last year? With oh, with Adam Driver plot line. I couldn't finish it because it scared me so much. Yeah, because it was like exactly the same. Did you watch it, Gabby? I haven't seen it. I heard about it. Oh, yeah, it's the exact same. And they filmed it like not like a half an hour away. Yeah, it's from not East far. Palestine. For real? Yeah. yeah. So you know how like the Simpsons always like mm. predict stuff that's gonna like happen, like and they always come true. Like it's kind of crazy. Like is life imitating art or is art? Oh, imitating life like what is happening <laughs> I I we start I started it Elvis and I started it and once we got to the point of like where the train derailed mm-hmm. I was like this is too soon okay like yeah because it because I watched it like it came out last year but I watched it after the train derailment because mm-hmm. I think you were the one who told me that it's the same yeah and I couldn't finish it I was scared yeah I'm like it's... I don't want to know what happens I don't want to know <laughs> I don't want to know right because I'm like what if what happens at the end of this movie actually happens I know. Life, you know I'm like military separating families and getting stuck on the highway absolutely not immediately no no <laughs> no yeah it's scary. I, just, I literally just think that that's insane and like i mean we don't live that close to east palestine but i have a coworker that i work with and literally like every day since he has like been coming to work like sick what like he is just like not does he live okay. close to there he lives in east palestine like he lived in the evacuation zone wow. what yeah and he drives all the way out here yeah he drives all the way to portman ew why to would work. he do that i don't know make money 
<laughs> I guess I shouldn't talk. I drive an hour and 15 minutes to work. What am I talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh. He, yeah. He drives all that way. But yeah, literally like ever since then, like, he's just terrible. like sick. And I'm just like, that's like, are I you was, okay? I was talking to somebody that I know the other day and they were saying they went to a restaurant and their waiter, they start talking to him. He was from East Palestine mm-hmm. and he was, or is it Palestine? Palestine. 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 I've heard both. Know. Well, yeah, he both. he lived there and he basically lost his home. Couldn't like he was uh, evacuated, so he moved to this area because they was forced out. And he's like, I'm just like struggling, like yeah. I'm in a bad situation, whatever. Oh. Like I was forced out of my home and all this stuff, and I'm like, that's horrible. Yeah, it's really really sad. And there's no hope for them. <clears throat> oh, yeah, it is. It's very sad and it's very unfortunate. So keeping the people of East Palestine in our prayers. But I also want to say in the very beginning when it did happen, like on Twitter, it was really funny to watch the like extremely like conservative, like Trumpy people be like, why is everyone so focused on what's going on in the Middle East? And I'm like, bro, East Palestine is a city in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're, they came more about things overseas, like Ukraine and blah, blah, blah. Oh. Why don't they focus on what's going on in our country? And I'm Sir. like, bro, it's a town in Ohio. It's literally, a, it's a town in Ohio. Like, this is this is happening in your deck of the woods. You should be ashamed of yourself for going off on them, and you don't even know what's really even going on. I love how Trump's America doesn't even know uh, uh, geography. Literally, like, it was just so funny. <laughs> and then they, like, apologize, and they're like, oh, my bad, I didn't know. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on another note... I have a conspiracy theory and it it doesn't have to do with the train, but it's like wild like that. Gabby is in on the conspiracy theory. I am. Okay. So this all started uh, a couple months ago that there was a house that's like, cause Gabby and I live three minutes away from each other around the corner, a couple streets, whatever. I know what you're talking about. Yes. So a house literally exploded like Caught on fire, explosion, like, knocked it down to nothing. And uh, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so wild. Like, and luckily no one was living there. No one got hurt. And it was a, uh, it was owned by a man who had just recently bought it. And he was, like, revamping, refurbishing, whatever, redoing the house. Um, and everybody was like, oh, it's really sad. It was a century home, blah, 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 blah. And then I think it was, like, a week later, maybe two weeks later, up the street, same street, a bar catches on fire after they close at like three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, that is so close together. That's so weird. I thought it was weird, right? Strange. Two fires, same street, same week. Weird. Go to work. Feel in some way about this. Tell my coworker. She goes, huh, that's weird. In Mecca, which is 20 minutes from here, she's like, there's a house by where my friend lives that caught on fire and then a month or two later a bar on the same street caught on fire i said you are lying she goes i think not right so i'm like okay that's weird so weird this suspicious that's weird so i'm like all right strange i don't like this they're only 20 minutes apart and i'm like do we have an arsonist on our hands like what in the world so the guy that plays drums on our worship team at church is a firefighter for uh, Boardman. And I said, hey, this is my conspiracy theory. Have you heard anything like being a firefighter? Or whatever? He's like, no, I haven't. He's like, but he's like, 
this week, a house in Youngstown caught on fire and we had to go out and help. And unfortunately, a woman passed away. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. my gosh, that's so terrible. And so I was like, as a joke, because obviously my conspiracy theory is, theory is probably wrong. I said, if a bar or something, a restaurant catches on fire, I'm going to lose my marbles. Literally this week. I talked to him a month ago. Mm-hmm. This week, a restaurant that's been vacant for months caught on fire in Youngstown. So now we have three towns with a house and a bar slash restaurant. Wait, so the, the restaurant that just caught on fire recently was like by yes. that house? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. The thing is, so what's the reasoning? Like, I don't know. What I is... mean, what's the reason that serial killers have like patterns and but it's like what's, hobbies? What is the what's the connection? I, That's what I want to know. I really just I just think like because all the towns are not that far from each other, they're all 20, 30 minutes apart. Drivable. Drivable. And jurisdictions don't want to work together. Cops, firefighters, mm-hmm. they want to work in their own areas. So if this person is hitting towns that are close enough, they could live in this vicinity and so just jump around. What would the motive be? Because, like, I don't know. You yeah. can't be. For fun. There's people that are literally just like to blow things up. Listen, Ohio arsonist, if you're listening to this episode, <laughs> we are on to you. I, right. And so on Thursday, we had practice in Brandon, the. Sorry, I'm outing you. Your name is Brandon. He plays drums. And I said, Gabby, I got to talk to him about the I think there's an arsonist. So I go up to him and he was still in the drum cage. And I was like, Brandon, I got to talk to you. And he turned around and he's like, I know what you're going to talk to me about. I said, (laughs) I said, that restaurant caught on fire, Brandon. We talked. Do you remember when we talked last month? He's like, yep. And he was like, I for sure think that there is an arsonist somebody's doing something because this is weird yeah he's like because what i the heck ohio right because he's like i didn't know about and the it's one not like in mecca he's gonna click i mean no one's right. really gonna like but i'm really just wondering like it. there's no insurance money that he could be getting there's no any kind of right but like, like nothing like that like i was have you seen that show on netflix i am a killer where they interview the people you know what i'm talking about yeah. so one yeah, of I the do. guys ended up being a murderer but he said that he like started he with started fires. out with fires and he would just catch things on fire just for craps and giggles, mm-hmm. like for fun. Things it was just or fun. houses and stuff, businesses. Huh? Did he say he caught things on fire? Houses. Or like, oh, I mean, he said he burnt. He caught his own house. On he fire. caught his his he lit his house on fire. He lit his neighbor's yeah, house on remember, fire he and did a that vacant for house. Sexual gratification, though, he got off on that. Oh, oh, that's no, right. He, he got off on that. <gasps> I forgot about Ew, that. Okay, gross, so there are a plethora of reasons why. But whoever you are, I'm just going to call you the Northeast Ohio uh, fire starter. That's what I'm going to call you. I, we got to come up with something better, guys. But, but any Ohio fire starter. <laughs> because we're on to you. We are. I don't know who I would call, but we're on to you. <laughs> but in case you target us next, we're not on to you and we're just kidding. <laughs> For legal reasons, we are. This is a fabricated story. We are. But actually, go ahead and try it because God don't play about us. Oh, so you're right. Go ahead, God so. don't like ugly. You please be don't. In jail. Please don't try it. Lena, <laughs> like, like, bring it on. We're like, go ahead. I wish you would. And Gabby's like, please no. <laughs> Not the Trumbull County arsonist <laughs> targeting us. Actually, listening to our podcast. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna sift y'all out real quick. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. That sipped us out. Oh that's my cracking gosh. Me up. But that is- that's my conspiracy theory. I hope y'all join me because I think it's legit. No, I think it's good. I honestly can't wait for the day that like a news article comes out about Dude. them catching him and then I can be like, my friend Bray was on it. Listen. She knew. I- she knew. That's the thing. And and I think because they're different, like police jurisdictions that's why people aren't catching on to stuff because jurisdictions you hear all the time and like they, i think they have an idea they've no? got to they've listen got to. brandon said that people don't know he because he didn't know about the one in mecca the only reason he knew is because i told him yeah so he only knew about the one here and the one in youngstown and that's it so like two of them weird but like okay but three, three you know how long it takes them to investigate like that's what like i'm that. saying like everything evidence all of it burns the only thing they can do is try to figure out how the fire started and there's people's job is yeah. to figure out how fire starts Which i wonder how they do that i've I always wondered the all job kinds of, like of a stuff fire marshal you know like what are like the signs and stuff that they look but it's for? like any evidence fingerprints and anything that gone. they would leave behind burned gone done Hmm. unless it unless pretty smart unless like certain things can be preserved which sometimes they can stop the fire in time but if it's dirt burns down to dust they got nothing left yeah so and i and i will to prove my my point the restaurant that the last thing that just caught on fire has been vacant for months and all the utilities are off so there's no other way it's not like it was a gas leak an electrical fire there nothing was on it's just been empty. So there's that See, makes no sense. Somebody could have thrown a cigarette into a trash can full of paper next to the building, though. Right. I mean, it could have been an accident. We don't know. We don't right. Know. No, we do know there's an arsonist. Yeah. Arsonist on the Excuse loose. Excuse me, Mr. Arsonist. Please, we love you, and please, Jesus loves you, and please don't. Please, I can't. Please, please stop setting fires. Not him the good news. <laughs> Everybody deserves the gospel, Slate. You know, sometimes <laughs> you burn buildings down, and... Some and you know the Lord just wants to burn that inside of you. Yeah, He wants you know, to set a fire he, in your he heart. Wants, he wants to refine you. Start a fire out in my soul that I can't contain. You that wanna I can't be tried by fire? Oh, oh, purify. He I'm wants to refine you. Listen, he wants to purify time. you. <laughs> hey now. The last hey. time Celine sang Refiner, everything went wrong. Literally everything went wrong. My brakes went out. My tire popped. <laughs> Like I, I forgot. Elvis said I came and helped you change yeah, your tire. I do not want to be tried by fire no more. I'm good. I got it. I've Just, gone through I'm it. Good. I'm refined. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise him. Your car needed refined, apparently. <laughs> I guess so. I was like, what is happening? All right. So back to business. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get started. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my black experience. And uh, this topic is going to touch on identity development because, like I said before in my Learning to Love Yourself episode, I have not always been accepting of my blackness. So I didn't find it to be desirable, and I had a very deep hate for myself, um, literally up until about two to three years ago. Why are you laughing? I was going to say, Celine, I accept your blackness. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad. I love you. you. I love you, Celine. (laughs) <laughs> if anything if we're not anything slate we're your cheerleaders I know. Like that's it that's I know all you guys are. and that's you all we're good are. for i'm i run i'm the president of the celine fan club no i'm the 
the president of the sleep I, I'm, I'm, I'm dirty Dan. No, I'm, I'm dirty Dan. I'm dirty Dan. I came up with the nickname Queen Celine. I dubbed that. So I am the president. You could be co-president. Co-president. <laughs> I'll be vice president because we all know that the vice president does all the work. <laughs> Shout out to Kamala Harris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> continue. <Okay>. Continue. <laughs> anyway, so um, <laughs> so back in 2020, I had a black awakening, which is funny. Oh, I to love say, that, but, but it's true. Um, so I had to learn that the black experience is not the same for everyone. Like we are not a one size fits all, and. <clears throat> hearing other black women tell their stories in 2020 it helped me so much so i want to start off by saying that i am grateful to god and to you guys for allowing me to share my story and uplifting me and i hope that this episode helps another black woman or a young girl know that they are not alone that they're beautiful that they're loved unique and there's nothing wrong with them stop it we're 20 minutes in and i'm already hearing up (laughs) It's not even about thinking, me. He was kind. He was important. I feel like I feel like I need to like switch myself on the couch because I'm going like. I'm oh no, you're fine. You're doing great. You. You're doing great. I don't want one. I don't want to just stare at one person. You're doing so. great, sweetie. Whoever she stares at is the president of the fan club. Oh, God. she looked at me. <laughs> she looked at me first. She looked at me just now. You said president of the fan club. She looked at me. Nope, I can't. I got the eyes first. So, I hold this ish down. <laughs> So let's go ahead and start with the beginning. So in the very beginning, God created. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> God created me. So, yes. Um. So in the very beginning, I lived in Youngstown. We lived in the projects. We actually lived right down the street from our church. Um. We lived in this little apartment complex, townhouse kind of thing, and mm-hmm. it was very, you know, very Youngstown, very. I don't want to say that. So, yeah, it was very young. We know what you mean. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. If you live in Youngstown, you know. Or work um, in Youngstown. Yeah, it was just or not. Or drive a, through Youngstown. <laughs> <laughs> it was just not a very safe environment. Um, so we lived there until I was about in the first grade. And then my grandpa was like, yeah, no, nah, like I'm getting y'all up out of there. Right. So we ended up moving literally right around the corner. A house ended up going for sale right around the corner from my mom. Not my mom, my grandma. And, uh. We moved over there, and that was a predominantly white area. There was no, we were, it was like me, my mom, my grandma. Youngstown, though, right? No, this was in Struthers. Oh, okay. So we ended up moving from Youngstown to Struthers. So we were in a predominantly white area. I love how around the corner is no longer the projects. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I was confused. Like, I asked if I was still in Youngstown. How does that make sense that, like, you go around the corner and you're like, oh, no, I lived around the corner from my grandma, who lives in Struthers. Oh, oh I sorry. Because you, you said from the apartment. a house came up around the corner. No, so no, no, I no. Thought... a house came up right around the corner from my grandpa. Okay, so y'all were like, peace out. But though, honestly, though, it is kind of close <laughs> to where we used to live. Like, kind of like down the street a little bit. Struthers I mean, honestly, really close. two streets it's over, like, yeah. I don't walk my dog that way. Yeah. So, but where I'm at is perfectly safe. Right. So I get it. <laughs> yeah. So, so then we ended up moving over there and I mean, it's a really quiet, nice neighborhood, obviously not a lot of black people, but, um, my mom had grew up in that area. So we knew a lot of the like older people that still lived there. Um, we had a really cute old lady. Her name was Miss Mary. May she rest mm-hmm. in peace. Every evening she would be sitting on her porch swing and I'd 
walk over there or I'd ride my bike over Aww. and park my little bike on the sidewalk. And Why are all I'd, the cute old ladies named Mary? I know. And we would sit on her porch when she'd tell me about her grandkids, her great grandkids. She'd offer me a little snack. She'd be like, you want, you want some candy? You want Aww. this? And we would do that. And then, but there was another older lady who lived right next to us. And Uh-oh. she was not a nice old lady. Um, anytime she was outside and I went to go outside to ride my bike, she'd go inside and stay inside the house until I, you know, went in the house. Um, there was one time Especially where she... Especially me with my kids, my peace. <laughs> there was one time that she was nice <laughs> to me. I was at Miss Mary's house and her and Miss Mary were cool. So she had like walked over mm. and um, I remember she was so nice to me. And I was just sitting there like... This Lady, is weird. You have literally never talked to me since I've lived here. It's just because Miss Mary was and, there. Yeah, she's trying she to save to face. Like, I remember she was like, "Now you you be careful riding your bike because cars like to speed around." And I was like, "Okay, like, oh, why are you talking to me? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you are never nice to me, and now you want to be nice to me." So that was my little experience, like in the neighborhood. But um, I would say in the younger years in elementary school, I had never really experienced anything like terrible because just because I was young I was innocent I didn't really know what was I didn't know much about stereotypes and racism and microaggressions and all that you know because right. I was a kid like it didn't really matter to me um I do remember though that there was an instance um I went with my mom to this nail salon and um I went to go sit at one of the nail stations and there was a older white lady at the, the nail station next to me and I remember I turned and I looked at her and I, you know, did a little smile, you know, was like, hi. And she looked at me with this face of just <gasps> like disgust. Like, Are you why kidding? is this child talking to me? And then her purse was on like the side that I was on. And she grabbed her she purse did not. and moved it to the other side. Not <gasps> the purse grab. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like moved it to the other side and then kind of did like a little shuffle and it just didn't look my way. And I was no, like, ew. I was like, OK, I hope her nails turned out crooked. <laughs> Every single one of them. I hope she got a fungus on her nail. Oh, <laughs> and I was just like, okay, and like, <laughs> like I'm back- sorry, random lady, I don't wish that on you. <laughs> no, we do. I apologize. You were unkind. Anyway, <laughs> so like back then, Niles arsonist. <laughs> <laughs> it's her. It's her kid calling upon you. <laughs> <laughs> the signal. <laughs> I'm sure she's gone by now. <laughs> probably, oh, probably. That's okay. Good riddance. Anyway, continue. <laughs> That's the difference between you and me. I'm like, poor mean lady. And you're like, good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was really just like the only instance. So then, so now we get to middle school and this was like the first wave of like microaggressions. Like this is when it, it all started. And middle you went to a predominantly white school, right? What? You went to a predominantly yeah, so white school. I went school. to a predominantly white school. I went to Struthers. Go cats. Once a wildcat, always a wildcat. Um, just kidding. Wow, cats everywhere. Kids Listen. are so mean. I'm so scared right now. I know. They are. So I'm about to be triggered. All right. So I remember um, in school, I remember this little white girl had told me that she was like, you, she's like, Celine, you act like a white girl. And I was like, okay. I don't know what that means. Like, what does that mean? Like, what do you mean I act like a white girl? And like, they could never provide me with any like response. It was just like, you act like a white girl or like, I act blacker than you. And I'm just like, Uh, excuse me. Okay. And it's like at that time, like they, it was a predominantly white area. So they weren't accustomed to black people. You know, they only Mm -hmm. knew what they saw portrayed on television shows Mm -hmm. and movies and stuff like that. Isn't that so sad? Cause I can just imagine like a child just being like, 
I'm just me. Like, yeah, I'm, I, this is my personality. This is who I am. Like, what do you mean? I'm acting white or I'm acting black. Like that's confusing. Like, right. And so. typically what I've, I've seen like, um, on TV is that in from uh, actors being interviewed that what you is portrayed on TV is not like really what you get most of the time. Right. Like Nicole Byler, I don't know if you saw that interview. She was like, I auditioned for this role and they were like, can you be blacker? Like, they wanted her. They were like, can you like, you know, wiggle your neck, snap your fingers, click your nails together. Mm-hmm. They literally told her to do all of those things. Wow. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, that was not in the description of this character. But right. because I'm a black woman auditioning, this is what you want. Like, that's not yeah. cool. Yeah. So <clears throat> I would get a lot of that um, in middle school. I rocked a lot of like the cute, like braided up hairstyles yeah. and stuff. And like kids, like they didn't know what that what you know they were just used to like straight long hair and stuff like that so i'd get like a lot of questions and like people playing in my hair or like wanting to touch it and like all this stuff and it's like it's uncomfortable because it's like you feel like an animal at a petting zoo because like why are you coming up to me and touching my right. hair and, like asking me these questions like because to me it's normal i'm like i rock break like y'all yeah. don't do break oh, okay i mean i guess that's y'all but like you know this is what we do this is what i'm accustomed to so it was a lot of that and then like um, in like seventh and eighth grade, pe- like I I wasn't I wasn't black enough for the white kids, and then I was too white for the black kids. What? So it's like I didn't fit in in any group. I was kind of just like, kind of just there, you know, mm. like, um, and it was it was a very hard and like confusing time. Yeah, because like I loved my little braided up hairstyles and stuff, but like. I didn't want to wear them to school because like I would get made fun of or like people would want to like play with my hair and stuff. Aww. So then I started doing relaxers and, you know, I, I wanted the, sh- the pin straight hair. No yeah. bumped ends. Can please. I add a little like, hair? No bumped ends. No bumped Why ends. Why not, I want just the pin straight because <laughs> even the bumped ends was weird because they were like, well, why do your why does your hair flip in like that? Yeah. Like, why does it look like why isn't it just straight? Can I share a little hair story? Of my, not of my own, but. Um, a week or two ago when I, cause I work with kids, um, and we just got this new student and she's in first grade and she's Puerto Rican and we sat her next to a girl who has, she's mixed, but I don't know what's, um, what's the word? Hair texture? Yes. Thank you. You know how they're different labels? Yeah. Like 4C, 4B. Yes. Yes. I don't know what that's called. Yeah. Um, Texture. What is it called? I think it's just like your hair type. Yeah. Type. Thank you. (laughs) She has, I don't know what her hair type is, but it's very curly, very, you know, very, it's beautiful. She like wears it all big. I love it. But, um, this poor little first grade kindergartner, she's just like playing with it and grabbing it. And I walk up and I'm like, Hey, like, and this like girl's looking so annoyed. She's in fifth grade. So she's like older. And I'm like, so I'm like, did you? did you ask her if you could touch her hair? And she's like, no, I just started playing with it. (laughs) And I was like, and then I asked the girl, I was like, do you mind her touching your hair? She goes, I mean, it's fine. I said, so you should ask someone before you touch them anywhere. Number one, you can't just walk up and start playing with somebody's hair. But she was like, oh, and then she's like, can I, can I play with it? And she's like, sure. And I'm like, 
was just like you were kind of hoping that she would be like no i don't like that yeah yeah but you know it's also the innocence of she's never seen anything like that before and she's like just genuinely curious too like but it's like how do i teach in that moment like you can't just let me touch your hair because it's different and i want to touch it and i want to play with it like that's and i think that's part of the problem too is like if it starts as innocence because they just don't know and then when you get older it turns into microaggressions and all those things because no one's correcting them because they don't know how or there isn't anyone to correct them right so um and then let me just touch your hair sleep i'm just kidding (laughs) I'm just kidding. I didn't touch her hair, y'all. No, you're too far away. She touched it. She touched it. I did it. I did it. (laughs) I did it. I did it. So, so then also in in middle school, towards the end, I started being really mean, kind of just acting out because I wanted to fit in with the black crowd. I'm like, I'm black, like, except you know, I wanted so hard to be accepted. Mm -hmm. So then I, so then I started doing what they were doing. Right, Mm -hmm. I started being mean I was mm-hmm. kind of bullying people talking about people and like I knew that it was wrong and I knew that that wasn't me but I was like I want to be accepted and, and they like when I do it so I'm like mm-hmm. to be accepted if, if this is what I gotta do like yeah I'm gonna do it so so then in high school microaggressions still the same still getting the whole oh I'm darker than you you know like because they would like tan you know oh, end of gosh. summer we're going back to school and they're like oh I'm, I'm catching up to you like we're almost the same color Ugh. and like blah 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 and I'm just like okay like uh, this is weird why are you saying this to me and then I started color guard and period we love color guard all three of us did it snap snap not at the same place why are you wearing mismatched socks I'm sorry I'm excuse just... me why are you coming for me right now because I'm just like it's <laughs> I, my socks never match hello they are today but they usually don't is anyway. there a problem with maybe I'm at the end of my laundry? Why that's a you, like, that's a microaggression against you, Celine. That is a microaggression. <laughs> Marie has on mismatched socks. Why didn't you? Say I don't today, but I normally do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just like, she said, shut up. "Hello, shut up. continue." You guys like they're just so dip. They're literally the same brand of sock. They're both old navy. One's just black and one's gray. that one is not an old navy. This one. This isn't what old is navy that little? One? No, that's not that's old navy. It just doesn't say it on the. That foot. looks like a zero exposure sock to me. I don't even know what that is, so I know it's. It's not. a Walmart brand sock. It's not a Walmart brand. I don't buy no socks from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> it may work there, but I don't buy their socks. Let us know in the comments if you guys wear mismatched socks or not. It's a thing. I'm sure you've worn mismatched socks before. I do not. Ever. She's anal about All it. All of my socks are matched in that drawer, and the socks that don't have a match are in a specific pile for when I find the match. Yeah. I, I love my socks. And you so thought cute. that you were the organization, organization queen. That's oh, her no, with socks. Oh, no, but it's just with socks. Yeah, yeah. no, so that's her with Gabby's socks. like, no, no, no. I'm not organizing any other category of my life. Just socks. Socks. <laughs> it's always been socks. So so with Color Guard, so we had some hair issues with Color Guard because obviously... They want everyone to match. The game, they want everyone to match. So, you know, it was either ponytails, half up, That was a down. headache in general, let alone... <laughs> different textures and styles it was just a headache ain't nobody want to wear the same stuff no annoying so i remember this one time um so there were three black girls on my color guard team um and i remember this one time we were on the bus ride home and i had on um like a clip-on ponytail Mm -hmm. and i remember me and this uh other black girl on the team were kind of like 
roughhousing a little bit, kind of just like play fighting. And the window was down on the <gasps> bus, and she smacked my head, and my ponytail no! almost went out. It almost went out the oh. window. I thought that it had gone out the window. Was this before or after the game? This was after the game. Oh, okay. Can you imagine if it went out the window and you hadn't gone to the game yet? I with my little bun. My little... Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Oh, and no. I remember she slapped it off, and I was like, I remember just sitting there. Like, dang. It was kind of weird because nobody else had any type of, like, I mean, she also did, but, like, you know, it was kind of, yeah. like, weird because, like, all the white girls were like, wait a minute. <gasps> That's not her real hair? What is that? <gasps> a hair piece? <laughs> what? And I was just like, oh. Like kind of embarrassed, and we ended up finding it. It was on the floor. Aww. I thought it went out the window, but we ended up finding it on the floor. Thank and I was God! Like, Thank goodness. That mom, probably was not. I was cheap. like, my mom gonna be so mad, right? I was like, first of all, she gonna fight your mom. No, she came. My mom don't fight, but um, I can't I imagine like, your mom. Fighting. No, she's not. Well, <laughs> oh, she gonna tussle. Back in the day, she used oh. to. Why I oughta? Why I oughta? But <laughs> and then also there were also just like little comments that like. Back then, I didn't know that they were, like, terrible. But, like, now when I think back on it, like, I remember one time we were at a game and me and the two other black girls were at one end of the line and then the other seven were, like, on the other line. We were standing in front of the band show and um, I remember my coach had made the comment. She said, why are, why are you guys segregated? What? And we were like, ha like, segregated. What? She was like, yeah, you guys are over there and... They're all over there. Like, can you guys like come together? And we Ew. Like, I mean, we're not like. I was like, why'd you have to use that word? Yeah. Like, what? Why'd you? Not a good enough reason to use so the word segregate. Specific. It was like, why are you guys segregated? Like, Ooh, no, I don't segregated. like that. Yeah. She could have just said, "Hey, can you guys mingle?" Yeah. But like, let's look like a team. Or can everybody go together? Why are you guys sitting alone? You want to go sit with the group? Right. There's so many things she could have yeah. said. It was like, why are we segregated? And I was like, oh. I no, thank you. And just also like other little comments and things, but like we won't get into that. But mm. I don't know um, if I want to know. <laughs> maybe not. So, mm. um, so I had real culture. Niles arsonist. Gabby. <laughs> I will call him. Stop I have it. his phone number. You like we have this man on speed dial, like like the bat signal. <laughs> just like a fire it's emblem. A fire. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And then Prince Zuko from Avatar shows up instead. <laughs> Fire. Wind. Earth. Water. <laughs> I can't. Oh my gosh. So Sorry. Um, my junior year of high school, I ended up going to a um, career and technical school. And y'all, I had super culture shock because at this school, there were schools like Jackson Milton, Western Reserve, West Branch, all the like country like all the schools I, I hadn't even heard of like right. i'm like who are y'all like i have never even heard of y'all right. and this is when i got introduced to the country kids like oh. the confederate flag kids like <clears throat> this was like a whole new side of white <clears throat> that like i was not accustomed to i was like what is a happening? whole other like, side of white it was a whole other side of white i was like i'm used to <laughs> they're that. a whole new breed they're a whole new i was used to the city kids you know yep. like the but the country kids are different There's they're some. bold they are they're, opinionated. They're root tune. <laughs> root tune. I can say the N word. No, you can't. No, You're not you, black. You cannot. Never. Anyways, so <laughs> I remember in uh, my junior year of high school, um, my English teacher at the time had did uh, this English project where we had to talk about 
something that like we had gone through or something that we had like overcome and we had to use like different writing styles and genres and I had talked about my experience like at my school where people would be like oh I'm black and blah 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 and my teacher at that time had also gone and graduated from like my high school so he he knew kind of you know what was going on and I remember he was reading one of my pieces and he was like like people actually said this to you and I was like yeah and he was like like I he's like I don't want to believe it but he's like being from there he's like like I like I know yeah like I I know what that environment is like and Mm -hmm. I was like "Mm." and that was like the first time that I'd ever actually like reflected on that and kind of opened up about it or got validation even right or even got validation because I was just like am I crazy Maybe they're not, maybe that's not what they mean. Right. You know? And then my senior year of high school, I remember we were sitting at the lunch table and um, I barely talked at this lunch table. There were five of us that sat there. I only knew the girls and there were two other guys that sat there. And I remember, I don't know who brought up the topic or who even got it started, but I remember the kid was, the one kid was going around and like talking about like who he was afraid of at the table. Mm. And when he got to For me, what? I don't know. Okay. So he was going, not singling people out. He's going over and talking yeah, about every single person. he was going over and talking about everybody. Like, okay. oh, like, I'm not afraid of you, blah, blah, blah. And then he got to me and he was like, oh, I'm definitely afraid of you. And like, back then, at that moment, I was like, yeah, like, eh, be afraid of me. Like, right. Because I'll beat you up, even though I wouldn't. Like, right. But it's like, now, you're like, I've oh. like, grown and I look back on it, I'm like, I literally gave him zero reason to be afraid of me because right. one, I never talked at the lunch table. And if I did, it was definitely not to him. I was going to say, right. it wasn't him just based off personality or like how you talked or anything. Like it wasn't no he because you don't talk to him. Right. Mm. We weren't friends. I had never talked to him. We didn't have classes together. Like, so you, you don't know me. Oh, so. And I was like, so one, like, you don't know me. We don't talk. Number two, I've never been in a fight i've never gone over and like yelled and like i have never shown like any type of like aggressiveness so i was Mm. just like literally the only reason why he would say that is literally because i'm black like that is literally the only reason to justify why you would say that because i literally gave you no type of reason to like feel that way towards me name drop Honestly, I no, don't do it. I'm just kidding. Miles <laughs> <laughs> Arsonist, we what got a name for you. <laughs> we're just making up. We're just making a hit list for him. <laughs> we do not so, condone fires or hurting people. Oh no, FBI, if you're listening, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just joking. Oh, just joking around. I can't. I don't know the Niles Arsonist. I don't That's know. So him. funny. What if our like podcast becomes like a part of the investigation? Like, what if someone just randomly? Like, Wouldn't that be FBI wild if they're like, hey, like, they see it on the news somewhere, be like, hey, this podcast was talking about it last year. Right. They're like, hey, there was a theory. And he's like, that was the, that's what started the investigation. And he's I got to like, yeah, knock on my door. He's like, yeah, I was listening to this podcast. FBI. <laughs> Is that how they sound? FBI. Yep. Open up. FBI. They like don't open their mouths right off. FBI. Open up. Because <laughs> they don't got lips. No they kidding. sure don't. <laughs> They never got lips. Anyways, so so then in oh. co- <laughs> so then in college, <laughs> so then in college, I was afraid to join the Black Student Union because I didn't feel like I belonged. Um, I had joined a Black Christian group and I was uncomfortable because Aww. again, like I just I just didn't feel like I belonged. You know, Aww. like it was just weird. I was going through a lot. So then in 2020, fast forward 2020, COVID, COVID. 
and um, obviously the heightened of, you know, the Black Lives Matter protest mm-hmm. and and all that jazz. And it was different that year because, like, everyone was tuned in because, you know, usually when stuff like this happens... It gets people, brushed under the rug and stuff. You know, it gets brushed under the rug and people go on about their normal lives. But yeah. at this time, life was not normal. Right. So everybody, like... Had no choice had, but to watch. Everyone had no choice but to witness everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. And during this time, like... I had to really, like, unlearn some internalized racism that, like, I had about black people. And mm. I had to really take the time to, like, reconnect with my roots and, mm-hmm. and with my history. So, like, in 2020 and 2021, like, I was, you know, learning more about black history and, you know, trying to get more in tune. And I was learning that, like, my blackness was not defined by how many, what rap lyrics I know, mm. how well I can do the electric slide, what slang I know, like... Because these were all things that, like, I had based my identity identity on. I'm like, maybe I'm not really black. Like, I know I'm black. Like, obviously, I look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. I'm black. I got the big nose, the nappy nappy hair. Like, I'm a black woman. But, like... Love a black woman from infinity to infinity. (laughs) But, like, people were basing my blackness on, like, my personality. And, like, you know, it's like we're Mm -hmm. not an anomaly. You know what I mean? Like, we're not a one-size-fits-all. Like, we're all different and we're all unique. And... It's sad that like people base traits and you know personalities and things like that and uh, like uh, you know pair them up with specific colors and you know mm-hmm. if you talk proper and you're educated and all this like that's more whiteness or like it's not like black because you know you guys are just selling drugs and like mm-hmm. killing each other and blah 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 but it's like no like it, it's different like and there's it's, even a separation between light skin and dark skin people right like what like and that's a whole nother oh i know but i mean like lane but like you people know, are just yeah. like categorizing people when right. people shouldn't yeah, be categorized I, I in the first TikTok place of this guy he was he said he was mixed and he's like i don't feel don't feel accepted by the black community or the white community like i just feel mm-hmm. in limbo which just sounds like how you felt yeah <clears throat> yeah i felt limbo which like is crazy because like even then, like, I don't have any, like, white roots. I mean, I probably do. I don't know. I've never it's done, okay, like... okay, because I'm part of the DNA God community, <laughs> and I know that God accepts everyone as Period. they are. Period. Period. Even you, Niles. Arsonist. <laughs> I if you're not. out there, Jesus loves you. Please stop setting <laughs> things on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop. I, I cannot... Anyway, this poor arsonist. Like, <laughs> listen, just... expose. He's gonna be exposed. Oh, we don't know who you are, <laughs> but we're on to you. And um, so there was this quote that I had um, like fell upon, you know, during that those those times where I was, you know, just like finding myself and all that jazz. And it says, "Finding yourself is not really how it works." You aren't a $10 bill in last winter's coat pocket. You are not lost. Your true self is right there, buried under cultural conditioning, other people's opinions, and inaccurate conclusions you drew as a kid that became your beliefs about who you are. Finding yourself is actually returning to yourself, an unlearning, an excavation, a remembering of who you were before the world got its hands on you. Wow. Mm. Who said that? Who said that? I don't know. Jesus. Jesus. It was, it was indeed not Jesus. It sounds like I something could, he would say. It sounds like something he would say. Wow. He's like, I know who you are. But Can was, you send that to me, please? Yeah. And we should post it on our Instagram because yes, I should. love that. Yes. But yeah, it's, it's Be on the lookout it, this week. 
because <laughs> it literally like described like what I was like inaccurate conclusions you drew as a kid that became your beliefs about who mm-hmm. you are like growing up I just was always hearing like you act black I mean you don't act black you act like a white girl you do this you do that blah blah, blah. and it's like I started to believing that you hear something so much you start to believe it mm-hmm. and just like when I was in middle school I'd I had never had a boyfriend, and because I hadn't, somebody spread a rumor that I was a lesbian. So then I was like, am I lesbian? <laughs> oh, I was cat. not. <laughs> but, but I was not. I was not. She's but like, still not. Like, everybody else thinks I am. Yeah. Am I? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm screaming. Isn't it wild how like things that people say or or kids can be mean pack on kids to you like makes you question yourself when yeah. you should know yourself the best and you let other people like hinder what you think about yourself. Yeah. And it's it wild. was great because like while I was going through this journey, like I was sharing all of this on social media. Like mm-hmm. I was being very like very vocal about what my experience was. I wish school, I would have been sharing, here for that. Sharing like posts and, you know, resharing posts and, you know, things like that on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And like, I actually had a couple like classmates like reach out to me and were like, hey, like, we've been seeing what you've been sharing. We're like, we're so sorry. Like, some people were like, you know, we were your friends and we should have been there for you. Mm-hmm. We should have protected you and we should have stood up for you, but we didn't. That's wonderful. And, um, That's good. And I, yeah, a lot of people won't admit that. that. And Snaps it's like, that. Right. And it's like, and I, I didn't do that because I was expecting an apology. And mm-hmm. I still don't expect apologies because we were children. We were kids. Some of us maybe should have known better, you know, and then some of us just didn't. And that's mm-hmm. fine. We were kids. But like now as an adult, like mm-hmm. if you try to step to me and you're like, hey, huh, like I blacker than you. You want to fight? Right. Because it just hits different. Because <laughs> like, like, you know, it hits different because like now you're an children adult. are we're 24 years old. Like you mm-hmm. should be grown enough to understand you, like, that you that's know better not okay you right know better you know what i mean so honestly i wish if like i wish me now was how i was in school so that i could have been like going off on these people but like i'm also grateful that i had that experience so that mm. i could have so that i've you know grown and stuff like that so <sighs> that was a little, little gist of my my black experience and i'm i'm glad that i went through all of that and i'm glad to be pro black now black power baby period is it is it okay i just have a question but Go it's ahead. forming in my head still <laughs> i can see so, it i'm watching it for him. i know i'm watching it for him <laughs> if someone even back then but even now were to ask if they can touch your hair does that still bother you or do you appreciate them asking if they can no don't touch my hair okay because what's the, great what is the purpose you know what i mean like i don't i never understood why people would want to like why why do you want to touch my hair like what does that do for you it's just different i mean i can see that but you i've can never see, you can see that it's i'm different. speaking for myself when you let me do your hair yeah i was like i was having a blast because i was like i've never felt hair like this before i'm literally just having a great time yeah <laughs> i'm just having like, a great time this is the best thing ever so rather than someone being like i like your hair and touching it would do you, hey like like ask like somebody asking you like what do you do with it like be okay, genuinely yeah. so being curious like that where it's just genuine curiosity What's maybe the you want to ask like, me that what kind it's of stuff. like then that's fine but like someone being like can i touch it like no 
Right. So unless you're like a super like stranger friend or something. Yeah, but I mean, if it's like it was like you, like with us, I was asking you questions about it because yeah, and that's fine. Like I've told you before, I've had somebody I was asking them like what what they do with their hair, how often they like take care of like what do they have to do to take care of it the upkeep because mine it's a lot different than what i do right and i was just wondering and they told me i was racist that was in high school but i felt really bad because and then i was scared to ask celine how she takes care of her hair which like no like i I accept questions and then like if we are really close friends like i mean if you Mm. i guess you can touch i don't know but like if it's just like someone that i went to high school with and they were just like Hey, like I'm really curious about your hair. Like, can I just feel it? I'd be like, no, mm-hmm. like no, 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 no touchy. no touchy, no touch. I mean, I, I guess it's different for us now because we're literally the tripod. We're best friends. Yeah, and you guys are close, and you guys do my hair, so it's different. Now I'd be like, oh my gosh, your hair looks so good, and I. That's because like I love it because you did something different to it, and I'm yeah. like, oh, what's this one like? You know, whatever. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, but. Uh, somebody you don't know well or a stranger like i wouldn't want somebody touching me like why are you yeah, touching me like please i i will say when i've gotten my hair recolored like something different i have had people like oh i love it i'm like ah like mm-hmm. i know it's a different type of experience yeah. but like i don't know you why are you touching me right so i can't imagine that all the time yeah like no thank you yeah. hard pass yeah it's like can you like back up <laughs> back 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 in it up. okay anyway but if it's someone that's genuinely wanting to learn and to be informed yeah. and to get like you know because like i'm predominantly white school predominantly white area like yeah. you know so it's like i'm genuinely interested and curious and just wanting to learn all of that yeah i have a question did you guys have like black students at your guys' school no. the first not at not at champion but in in when we were in worcester we did mm-hmm. i would it wasn't um like half and half i would say it was like probably 35 to 40 percent black yeah and then maybe 10 percent asian of some sort mm-hmm. maybe 10 percent latin and then the rest was white yeah um and then you know there we had a we, we had actually we had probably like 10 percent uh people from who were like middle eastern or from india or you know that kind of thing. So we had okay. a good mix, but it was majority white. I could probably but, count on one hand. Oh, in Warren, all the of, champion, all <laughs> other races together on one hand. Isn't that sad? Yeah. That is sad. And oh, it depended but, on the year too. You know, like so, like they would graduate, and then yeah. like we wouldn't. You know, it's just the area. Yeah, which Where is we, crazy to think that like there really are areas that have just no type of like yeah. diversity. Like, I don't trust people who don't have a diverse friend group. Right. Like, if you don't know or, like, are friends with someone of a different race, like, I don't I don't trust you. Which, like, don't take offense, but take offense. Because, like, I, I don't trust you. <laughs> well, like, Gabby and I, before we, before we met, mm-hmm. and Gabby and I have talked about this, like, uh, that we're, because when we moved here, we lived in Champion, which is, like, all white. There's nothing but white there. Like Gabby said, she can count on five fingers. Even the church, like like everything was all surrounded by. So we didn't have an option. Oh, sorry. Oh, you can hear it. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, you can't hear it. We didn't have opportunities to have a diverse friend friend group. Mm-hmm. We just didn't like we had no opportunities. And and Gabby and I were like, dude, like this is important to us yeah. to be friends with different kinds of people because a it doesn't look good. 
because we don't want to be assumed that that's you know that we're those kind of people and b like it's important to be involved and learn about other cultures and understand them and be able to uh get an idea for what other people go through because it makes us better humans. Yeah. And so we were like, we just didn't have the opportunity. And Gabby was like, I don't know if this is terrible for me to say. She's like, but I don't have any black friends and it's important to have them. I don't have any Asian friends. I don't have that. You know, and I'm like me either. Like, I don't know where we're going to get that because where we are. Mm. And I mean, luckily we went to, you know, young adult and it's not, it's majority white, but we met people that were not. And right, so yeah. that's where the friendship started. But um, there, most people don't care about that. Yeah, I was going to say, I take my statement back. If you like intentionally don't want to diversify your friend group, that's okay, where I the was problem just gonna lies. Say, I'm like, I really had no choice. Because <laughs> I literally had never even yeah, been no. around. So like like yeah. the people who intentionally no like don't want to diversify. Right. Like, yeah. I don't trust. You. We don't trust y'all. Like for real, JL, I'm dating him. And he was the first Asian person I ever even had a conversation with. Yeah. That's how, so serious. that's how white the area is. It's wild. But, yeah. uh, you are probably the closest friend I've had. That's black yeah. ever. And that's sad. I'm 25. Like, hello. I mean, that's why, <laughs> That's why that and that's the other thing, too, is like I think about future like children, mm-hmm. like especially for my kids, because my kids are going to be mixed. My husband is black and I am white. He's African. He's West African. and I'm white. So the school district that will be in is predominantly white. And I've heard multiple stories of people who are mixed that are like I don't feel like, you know, either or or like I go to this school and, you know, whatever. And I dealt with this and how you were saying that you felt like you were in limbo. And yeah. I don't want my kids to feel that way and me personally i would rather my kids identify more black than white that's a i i don't care if you disagree with me whatever nothing against you if you think differently but like i want that for my children a because my husband has a beautiful culture you're wrong okay and (laughs) and i'm sure that there won't be (laughs) a lot of you know African specifically yeah. at the school because we'll open enroll them because I do not want to send them to the you know the district that we'll be in because it's predominantly white yeah. but um, you know I and black people have a beautiful culture yeah. me my, my white family zero zilch nada nothing no culture like there's nothing and unfortunately as a white person I have witnessed more hate hurt and racism than i ha- than i have with any other race or culture and it and because i'm white other white people who feel that way th- assume that i think the same and they just say whatever yeah so we hear a lot i hear a lot i've seen a lot and i'm like no like and and i and i feel that if i can put my kids in a space where they can find themselves where there's opportunity with lots of different races, you know, that they can find themselves and identify however they want to identify and find, you know, find themselves. And so I don't want them to be in a space where it's predominantly white and they have the situation that you had. That's unfortunate where all they get is microaggressions and all they get is this, that, and the other. And Mm -hmm. it's not fair. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's important if you don't, I like I know we're nearing the end so I guess I'm just going to roll right into a challenge. If 
you don't find yourself being friends with other people of different cultures, races, belief systems, even because that's important yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I challenge you that if you have the opportunity to go and meet somebody new who's different than you in a significant way, that you attempt to go and meet that person because and just genuinely be friends with them and just enjoy them for who they are and not try to change anything about them right and you know i think especially in the um the church community there's this big sense of like you can only be super close with people who think the exact same as you you can only hang out with people that think the exact same as you that are the exact same as you because you know iron sharpens iron great lovely but my thought pattern is if you are not actively in the world how are you going to bring more people to the kingdom right so if you if you want to say that you know oh that person is doing this that and the other that person just like wants to be in the world that person's lukewarm no maybe that person's trying to find people maybe that perfect person's trying to reach people that the church shunned maybe that person is trying to go out and and you know do things that Jesus would do, but you're putting a label on them. This is totally off the subject. I'm so sorry, but <laughs> I, it, but I, I, that's why it's important to go and befriend people that are different so that yeah. you can understand the struggles that people go through. Right. And if I will say that if I hadn't been, if I wasn't married to Elvis and if I didn't go to the school that I grew up in, if I went to the school that Gabby went to when we moved, cause she, I didn't go there at all that I would not fully understand some of the struggles that black people go through. Mm -hmm. I would only know what I see on TV, which is the obvious. I wouldn't understand what a microaggression is. I wouldn't understand what, you know, uh, the subliminal messages are. I I wouldn't understand it. And that's why it's important to try to understand people and go out there and put yourself out there and like try to try to diversify yourself, your life. That's my two cents. Period. Period. <laughs> Sorry, that was really long. <laughs> so I'll I'll end the podcast with with this. Um, to my fellow brothers and sisters, don't let anyone box you in mm-hmm. to the circumstances that you grew up in. You are more than the stereotypes and the biases that people believe about you. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. You are excellence, Mm. black excellence. You Mm. are royalty. You are loved. And I just love y'all so much. I love black people so much. It literally makes my heart hurt. But that is my message to y'all. That is the end of this episode. And I, I hope that you guys enjoyed. I hope that you learned something. It was such a good episode. I loved it every inch of it please feel free to message us on yes. Instagram. yeah we want to talk with you right leave us a comment. comment and if you and if you are if you are a black person black woman black man whatever and you are struggling with this type of thing message us on instagram yeah. celine can answer any question that you may have right mm-hmm. i can lend you over to some some resources yes you know things that helped me you know we're all in this together y'all mm-hmm. we're all also, gonna make it out together if you're any kind of person struggling with any kind of identity we can help with that too absolutely right but you know feel free to reach out if you got questions if you got comments we love feedback give us everything you got give us everything but please let it be nice yeah. we, we, we got faint little hearts we can't handle faint the memes. no it's okay <laughs> I, I know the arsonist so. oh 
Okay. We'll just add you to the hit list. <laughs> FBI, we are just kidding. We're joking. We this, have no idea who it is, but we're on to you. We're on to you. We're on this to you. Is just jokes. Maybe by the next, maybe in the next time that the, another, like when next week's episode comes out, if there's another set of houses or restaurant or bar, I'm going to lose yeah, my freaking honestly, mind. We're going to keep this going. Listen, <laughs> this is like keep this. Updated. This segment of the season is going to be about the arsonist. Yeah. Like any updates, any fires anywhere? Right. Listen, Trumbull County arsonist. If, if you live in this area, if like in outer cities. Mahoning County, Trumbull County, Geauga County, if you will, like any of those counties, Northeast Ohio, if there is a house and a bar close to each other that catches on fire or a restaurant, I'll take a restaurant. No, let us know because we are investigators. You know what? Actually, yeah. Screw the FBI and the fire marshals and all of them. Send we them. are investigating the case. <laughs> no, FBI. We just we're just it. kidding. No, <laughs> we, we are. are you. We are. If you're listening. Paw Patrol who? We're the Sith Patrol. No, 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 no. We're going to solve this problem. We're going to figure it out. We should have a segment now, like, for this, like, any updates on the arsonist. Literally. That's what it is. What the heck, Ohio? What the heck with the arsonist? Oh, there it is. What the heck, arsonist? So next week, we'll Why have an update. Hopefully, we won't have an update. Hello, arsonist. We're just kidding. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. We love you. Hide any Jesus loves you. Don't come and burn anything of ours. <laughs> Stop lighting things on fire. Maybe just like buy some like little fireworks, like backyard fireworks and you know. Oh my gosh, off. Celine, what if you get time. what if you get an order of work of an excessive amount of matches? No, honestly, or like one time we had flammable to call, stuff. We had to let the authorities know because <gasps> someone had did like an express order and it was like rubber gloves, bleach, <gasps> tape, like trash bag, like re- like oh, a lot of just no. like weird like cleaning supplies. Like, that was how long ago was and that? Weird, like tools, like saws, like it mm. was like really weird. How long ago it was that? It was like when I first started, so like oh. in 2021. I'll say because maybe it was the arsonist. <laughs> it was back in 2021, and we had to like let the police know. People were like, hey, there's this order, and like, oh. they bought all this stuff, and like. They never really kept us up to date or like, I don't really know if there, if anything happened, but it was really weird. I was like, why did I always, buy all of this strange this is what stuff? I, this is what I wondered. Cause like you see on those true time, true crime docs and stuff that like they went to Walmart and they bought all this weird stuff. Why is no one flagging this weird stuff? <laughs> like, I'm glad that you guys did. Yeah. But like what in God's green earth? Yeah. I would be real sketched like out. If someone came up to me like as a cashier and they bought like rope a knife duct tape like, I'd be like what are you doing Sir? tonight what are your plans hmm. what, what you got going on this looks fun yeah. <laughs> what you doing yeah what you doing what you doing <laughs> but y'all we will see you guys on next week's episode I honestly don't know what it is so surprise whatever it is yeah. and we love y'all and we hope you enjoyed this episode yes thank you so much for tuning in and would, would you like me to look what it is so we can let the people know? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Drumroll. Oh, you have it? Okay. Okay, ready? Church hurt. Oh! We go in there. We go in there. about church You want to talk about church Oh! Listen, I'm just going to say, good ones for you. we ain't going to hold back, y'all. This is real life, so we going to say it gonna be juicy Ooh, it's gonna be juicy <laughs> we might hold back names and and churches well yes <laughs> but but the details <laughs> the tea is still gonna be hot it's gonna be hot <laughs> and we're, we're pouring cups y'all 
So bring, bring your crumpets and your crackers. Bring your, your, your biscuits. Bring your Not biscuits. The biscuits. <laughs> and your cubes of sugar. And your cubes of sugar. <laughs> and be ready for next week. <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will see you guys next week. Peace out, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.